0: Welcome Divinely Wild Ones. Welcome to the womb that is the Womankind podcast, where we connect to all things energetic and beyond the physical realm. I am Narissa, your host, a mind witch, psychic and divine feminine guide. Join me as we connect with guests from all around the world through enticing conversation on soul connection, witchcraft, the rising of the divine feminine, and cultivating self-growth, love, and worth. Hold on to your broomsticks, we're going high. Hello everybody and welcome to the fourth episode of Wild Woman. I am your host Narissa, and I just wanted to start off by saying thank you for being here. It's been a beautiful and invigorating first three episodes and the feedback has been very welcomed. I today am here to speak to you all about motherhood and I welcome all of the mamas who are here tuning into this episode, but also the women who have not experienced physical motherhood but may realize that they are able to experience the transformative qualities of that transition through ah, the the magical flow of womankind. So we're going to talk today about that. And what motherhood really is and a little bit on the physical experience but also on the energetics that is motherhood that all women can experience for themselves. So I'm going to start by saying, (sighs) yeah, (laughs) any mother hearing you will resonate with that sigh. I have two young boys, two young children uh under under 6 maya is turning 6 this year Koa is turning 3 this year they're just under 3 years apart and my oh my i mean you know it always makes me laugh when i think with perspective you know from that greater view of course my children <laughs> of course my children are um boundary pushers and natural born rebels and big thinkers, loud and extremely confident in their in the in their abilities and themselves because they have actually come from me. <laughs> oh my goodness. But it's been a journey in way of um yeah, transitioning from maiden to mother and also through the multiple transitions that we go through physically as a mother and, um, I want to acknowledge all mothers doing it physically. It's um a tremendous task and one that one that goes incredibly unacknowledged a lot of the time. so know that I see you, I hear you. it's a very uh yeah, it's a multi dimensional role. Hey, you know, it pushes you into so many places of new and discomfort and um yeah, pain, it brings up pain, it brings up trauma, it also pushes you into the most euphoric happiness that you've ever experienced, and yeah, I, I I know that I'm speaking for most, if not all of you, when I say that you'd never give it up for anything, even though some days you just feel like, you know, you could run away from it all. I wanted to talk a little bit about the physical to begin with, because it's necessary and the last three years, I suppose, in ways have enlightened us to our own abilities, our own strength, but the last three years have also brought up the, the missing pieces in our society and in way of motherhood and talking on topic of motherhood. The missing piece is support, right? The missing piece is community and all women deserve community. All women deserve community because womankind is a transformative, it's a transformative beast, (laughs) a beautiful divine beast and it deserves to be seen on all angles of its constant, constant transitioning. We are living, you know, as you know, we, we are living and we have lived for most of all, you know, all of our experienced life has been within a patriarchal society. And even if we think back to past lives, if you, if you can recount past life or even just history itself, knowing that you've been a part of it in some way, your DNA has been there. We've encountered so much trauma as women due to the patriarchal society. We know that, um, yeah, the witch hunt and the burning of the witches, the murder of women, it's turned women against one another just on the basis of wanting and needing to survive. Some women will still carry that trauma of um, sisterhood disconnect just from that time which is embedded in all of our DNA because it's been encouraged, right? We've been encouraged right from the witch hunts to abandon one another. And it goes against everything that is the heart of women because women, we cycle and we, we grow and transform best together. It's always been that way. The power is in the unity So we have been driven to a great disconnect for such a long time. And our DNA carries so much trauma and wounding because of that, right? Because we've never been able to heal it, because we've never been encouraged to heal it. We've never felt safe to heal it. So it's just scar upon scar upon scar, scab upon scab upon scab till our our body our energetic body gets to the point where that's familiar where living with trauma wounds becomes a familiar state to body and I want to remind you all even though it's innately accepted in body right that hurt that pain somehow lives now at home peacefully within your body within your body I just want to remind you that you are deserving of more We've always been deserving of more. And all of those moments, mothers, when you feel abandoned and completely left out to dry, I want you to know that you deserve so much more than that. It makes me emotional saying this because I've experienced it and I know that you've experienced it. Where you feel like... You are the only woman on earth and it's never meant to be that way. Women are more than ever desperately in need of community and desperately in need of unity in a way of coming together. So we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, we're going to talk about it and I'm going to start with saying that Women in general transform constantly. It's because the way that we flow is through, through constant transitioning. You know, our movement is flowing. That's our natural state of being is to flow, which means that you move from this direction to that direction. And when you're moving, when you're flowing, you're in your best state of being we are constantly pushed into new parts of ourselves simply simply because of womb right simply because of the fact that we have the whole um, the whole building block of women is our connection to cycling energy which we hold inside of our wombs, we hold it inside of ourselves. And that connects directly to the moon. And we know that the moon changes every single day. There's not one day that it's the same. Every single day it's transitioning to something new. It's transitioning to full and then it's transitioning to new. Constantly flowing, moving, changing. And tapping back into the patriarchal society that we've all been we've all been forced to become right we know the patriarchal society stems from a wounded masculine now masculine in its healed state energetically is steadfast you know it's it's that very constant um grounding very familiar, you know, um, strength, able to hold, able to just be that beacon of strength through every transition, through every storm, through the sunshine, through the rain. It's there, right? It's like the fucking titanium statue. That's the masculine in its healed strength. The masculine in its wounded state in which the patriarchal, society and the patriarch the patriarchy was built and constructed from was a place of wounded right and that's that need for everything has to be this way everything has to be the same way everybody needs to be the same as we are because we are right and this is the only way that complete imbalance and that disconnect from the fact that it doesn't matter if, if the divine healed masculine is living in its authenticity and in its native strength, right? Nothing can, nothing can break it. It doesn't need to prove itself to anything. It is titanium, right? It is constant it is a place of familiarity to the feminine it becomes a place of protection for the feminine because amongst all of the constant flow that is the natural state of healed divine feminine we have this this holding space which is the divine masculine in its healed you know the fact that a woman's world can constantly be changing changing but there is that constant titanium statue That reminds you that even though the sky has rained and stormed and there's been a hurricane all within the one day, it still is your home and you recognize it as your home. Because even though you have the 10 seasons in one day, you recognize that titanium statue as a holding space, right? Right. So it was and always was meant to be a place of safety for the divine feminine, knowing the divine feminine is what is the constant transition that energy moves through. And we need the divine feminine to be constantly changing and constantly flowing because energy constantly flows, right? Energy needs to move here and there. It needs to be welcomed in and it needs to be released. It needs to be digested. That's what the Divine Feminine encourages, and it also encourages it in the masculine. We encourage a flow, right? Because that's the balance. We give each other that. We understand each other's roles in our healed state. We know, you know, what the other does and what it brings to the table. We both know our place. Knowing that the masculine is the place of holding and the feminine is the place of growing, so, I wanted to speak about those effects to begin with because not only has it affected the physical experience of motherhood in way of disconnect, in way of, yeah, just this deep, deep, embedded loneliness and suppression that motherhood brings to a woman you know generally if that woman is it's 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 particularly worse if that woman is connected to her innate being and her innate gifts generally tends to be worse because she's very aware of the environment that she's living in she's aware that she's being forced into a place of stagnicity she is aware that womankind as a sisterhood has been forced into a place of stagnicity she is aware that she is unable to flow in her natural state of being because she has been suppressed by a society that tells her that she is undeserving of being seen and held and accepted in her constant state of changing it is almost worse. It is worse <laughs> for the women who are aware of their magic. Because not only do you awaken all of the witch wounds that you hold inside of your DNA, but you also you also become aware that so many women are still so conditioned and fearful. They're conditioned in fear. They're conditioned in fear, and that is what holds them in a place of stagnicity. It's hard when you are aware that women are so incredibly powerful in way of pushing through to new, changing and growing and encouraging that. When you know that that is what you are in your essence, you know the power. The divine and incredibly powerful power that comes when women come together and work together and support one another. So when you witness the world and you witness fellow womankind in a state of suppression and conditioning you also witness the suppression of magic and connection, and community. Because it all begins and ends with woman. Birth and death all begin and end with woman. So, in terms of physical mothering, physical motherhood, so many mothers ask themselves every single day, in fact I would say every mother, asks herself and yeah, she she asks herself was she a good enough mother today? She's thinking about the fact that she didn't react the right way. She lost it. She broke down. She felt sad. And women, mothers, we wrangle with this conversation in ourselves because innately we know that it's not meant to be alone. We know that motherhood's not meant to be experienced alone. We know that motherhood is supposed to be experienced together as sisters supporting one another encouraging one another. And it's, it's a high place to be because we truly are meant to be together. That's the power of feminine. So when mothers are disconnected from one another, we completely disconnect from our power and our ability to transform because our energy is zapped from a hundred to ten instantly because the power of woman has always been like I said in unity with women it's when women are together and supporting one another that we are our most powerful and our most intuitive when we are almost banished to live in a house mothering children alone for on average nine hours a day we become smaller and in way of this society we become more controllable right? Because don't you for a second think that they don't know your power don't you for a second believe woman that the that this society, what it's built on, doesn't remember why it built this way. It knows that women are weaker, disconnected. It knows that women energetically are empty, too empty too empty to fuel themselves and to power into the transformation that they know they're capable of innately, consciously or subconsciously. I truly believe it's why the world is the way it is today is because we don't have an activated divine feminine. We don't have unity in divine feminine. And so when that flow becomes stagnant, so does the world. So do our views, so do our beliefs, so so does energy, so does growth in every way. It becomes standstill and it's because women, we are the ones turning that wheel constantly, innately, intuitively and when we're not encouraged... We just become, we become controlled and we become empty, right? Because there's nothing left to give at the end of the day. You're tired. <laughs> You're overwhelmed. You're literally just living hour to hour, day to day, just doing what you can to get by, get through do what you need to in way of raising your children the best that you can, to your best abilities. But it's not good enough. And it does affect all women, right? Because like I said at the start of this podcast, every single woman has the ability to transform. Just because we've been given the ability as women to birth life here does not mean that it doesn't mean that women who choose not to have, carry, and give life cannot physically transform in the same magical way, drawing from the same womb magic the same and connecting to the same portal that women who are birthing physical life can and do. If we were supported to come together as women we were supported to build community awareness, truth If we were encouraged to acknowledge the wounding and the scarring in way of trauma that we have all received in this life and in every life we've lived, as well as all of the DNA, trauma, wounding that this body holds. Knowing that those scars... And that wounding is something that is passed down. It's not healed because we were never encouraged to heal it. At the very beginning, when we first received that trauma, we were scared to heal it. Because we were told that if we were to try to reconnect to ourselves and to one another, through one another that we would be punished for it. So our ancestors didn't, because they were protecting. They were protecting one another. They were protecting themselves. They were protecting their families. And so they died unhealed. And their unhealed was passed on to their children, and so forth and so forth. And here we are, in a body full of trauma, Because every lifetime that that trauma has not been healed, it's just passed on with another layer of scarring, another layer of wounding. I mean, you're lucky if it even is scarred. Most of the time, they're just gaping open wounds. The only time that they scar is when there is the attempt to heal, right? And scarring, you know, really, it's the best case scenario but most of us have not even experienced that we haven't experienced the healed skin even though it won't ever move the same as it did most of us are just walking around with open gushing wounds and we're not even aware of it because our body has carried it for so long it just becomes it just becomes what it is right and the problem here that I want to talk about is the fact that we don't talk about it. And the reason why women don't talk about it is because we've never been encouraged to talk about it. We've never been taught how to talk about it. All we've been taught is conditioning. We've been conditioned to believe ourselves to be a certain way. We've been conditioned to believe certain things to be a true representation of our bodies, of our truth. Right? We've been conditioned to focus our energy on things that truly are undeserving of our our attention and energy. But all of these techniques have been passed down, and all of them were originally created to distract us from that reconnection, to distract us from our innate intuitive knowings. Every woman has an incredible ability to connect to their intuition, every single woman is an intuitive being every single woman whether or not you've been told to ignore that is a different story but it doesn't matter how many layers of trauma and wounding you carry in this body you still have connection to your intuitive awareness and I wanted to remind you of that also that when you feel things when you hear a voice, when you feel this strange pull to resist, to say no, to walk away or to move forward and through, even though it's heavy fog, you choose to walk on. It's not just coming from a place of stupidity or naiveness or, or even just a place of wanting to adventure into something unknown. It's coming from a place of deep magical intuitive awareness and whether or not you have grown up understanding that or whether or not that is something that you are just beginning to unpack now know that it is a part of every woman and if we took away all of the distraction and we took away all of the ego that has been plastered onto women underneath all of that we would all reveal the same a beautiful diamond raw cut multidimensional and always stronger than we think and always more ah more illuminous more euphoric more iridescent more magical more powerful More, just more of a knockout (laughs) when we are together. When we bring our truth together, when we bring ourselves together in our raw truth, it's a powerful force. I mean, just imagine a whole pile of diamonds, raw cut diamonds, fucking giant pile of them in the middle of the earth can you imagine what that would do (laughs) not only would it completely bewitch and attract everything living because of its beauty and it's incredibly yeah bewitching and eye-catching sparkle and shine mesmerizing But it would also reflect everything. We would pick up everything. We would be shining sun, water, earth. Everything. Every color. Every part of this earth would be picked up in those reflective qualities of each individual diamond placed together, creating this incredible shine force, this incredible force of magic. And those individual diamonds represent each one of you. That's your truth. That's what's underneath you. When we bring it together, it's, it's unstoppable, the strength that women hold when we are united. And when we strip back all of the conditioning... Right? When we strip back all of the shit that tells us we have to fight, we have to compete and compare, that we have to, you know, just give our whole attention to emotion, sabotage ourselves, all of these things in which we've been conditioned to respond to and to give to in way of our attention and our time and our energy. If we ripped all of that away, we took all of that distraction away, we would all find ourselves at a place of knowing the need to come together as women. To hold space together. To hold one another physically. To hold and support one another's children, knowing that your child is my child and my child is your child. We would know this. Because we're the keepers of we're the keepers of birth, we're the keepers of death. Birth is death, right? I know that's a big that's a big thing to understand, but birth is death. Birth is death. It's the same thing. If you think of a cycle, a circle, you see birth at that top part of the circle, and we live our life, and we come back to the exact same point when we die. It's the same thing. We know this. Innately, we know this. It's the same. It's represented in the moon cycles. We're full. Right? We're whole. And then we're reborn. And we phase and transition to that same place once again. We take a whole journey to get to that full place again, to meet at that same place that we started at. It's represented in life, it's represented in the shape of our womb, it's represented in so many aspects of this life, of this realm, this whole realm is circles, everything is a circle. Life is death, birth is death, life, life is death and birth. And birth is death, death is birth. So, knowing this, how do we, how do we jump a million years? How do we jump 500,000 years? How do we jump forward 100,000 years, 10,000 years? How do we come to a place of trying to reconnect how do we come to a place of understanding how to reconnect how to reform it's simply in one it starts with your choice right your choice to look past the the distraction And I ask you all to get out a pen and paper. Start thinking about what takes your energy. And when I say energy, I mean your time. I mean your your time. I mean your money. I mean your attention. What takes of you? Start to write it out. See the relationships that you exchange in. See the work that you exchange with. See the money that you exchange with. And start to think about all the the ways in which this life that is a representation of your energy, this life that you put yourself into... Ask yourself, is is it worthy of me? Are the people in my life worthy of me? Is the job that I do, the jobs that I do, are they worthy of me? Is the money that I spend a representation? Is it going to a representation of me? And the best way to do this is to think about the exchange. So when you give to something, do you receive back? Right? Because if you're always giving to something, all of these things in which we give to, which makes up our life, we have to be fueled back. We can't just be giving of ourselves, fueling other people, giving, gifting, and then not receiving that fuel back. How do you refuel yourself? How do you reclaim energy if it is constantly taken from you or unknowingly just given away. You just give and you give and you give and you give. And when we do that, we know. We know we're not a bottomless pit. We know there's a bottom. So you know that you're going to reach a point where there is no more energy left, right? And this is conditioning. We've been conditioned to do this. Our whole society tells us that we need to give all the time It tells us not to think about money as energy. It tells us to just give it endlessly. It tells us to give our our attention to things that are unworthy of us, like that job that you do, that mindless job that, that holds no part of your truth. You give so much of your energy. You give so much of yourself to things that do not deserve you. Where is the balance there? Where is the cycling there? Where is the fulfillment there? If you were to start at a circle every single day, by the end of the day, will you have received back what you gave out? In this society, 100% not, unless you create it for yourself, unless you choose today to stop mindlessly falling into the subconscious conditioning that we have all been groomed into, we've been groomed and we've been conditioned to just be giving endlessly and taken advantage of constantly. But you still allow it because whether or not you are aware of it consciously, it doesn't matter. It's still your responsibility as a liberated spirit liberating this body To understand that everything is a choice. But instead, most of the time we just get distracted by all of the things that they put there to distract us, like emotion. Emotional sabotage, it's a thing. Most women will go a whole day thinking about something over and over again that is unworthy of their mental... Their mental giving right their mental worth so don't pick it up choose to put out on paper what your life is where does your energy go do you receive back from it and what are the things that that distract you from actually seeing and acknowledging your worth Most of the time, like I said, it's emotion, right? Because we've been conditioned to make people, make other people feel comfortable rather than keeping ourselves comfortable and keeping ourselves, you know, seen, truly represented, truthfully represented. When you make, when you live for other people, it takes from you, right? We know that. So, think about all of the responses that you have been conditioned to fall into. Such as not using your voice when you need to because of confrontation. Because you don't want to make somebody feel uncomfortable. Because maybe you want to be liked by everybody. So, you choose to hold your tongue. And not share your truth in way of your voice. Because of the fear and the conditioned fear that people won't like you if you share your truth. So tell me, when you make that choice, when you make that conditioned choice to not bear your truth, to not shine your truth, who is it fueling? Because the funny thing is, it's not even fueling the people that you're holding back from, right? Because say, for example, that person is a friend. So you don't think that they're deserving of you? You don't think they're deserving of meeting your truth? Of course they are, when you don't actually truthfully show up as yourself, You deny them of experiencing you, which means that you deny yourself of experiencing them. Because how can you truly know who they truly are if you haven't actually shown up in your own truth? So it's like basically you're giving yourself to this nothingness. They don't receive fuel by it because everything has just been, it's just been manipulated inside your own head. You think that you're going to make them uncomfortable if you share an opposing opinion, right? Your truth, a representation of your truth. So you don't share it, but you don't even know if that's true. You don't know if they think that that's, you don't, you don't even know if that is an opposing opinion that they may love to hear your point of view they may really learn and appreciate you sharing your truth it might resonate with them it might inspire them it might wake something in them so when you don't share your truth you're not even doing them any favors and you're certainly not doing yourself any favors because generally what women do is We don't share our truth, we hold our tongue, we don't share our voice and then we go home and we think about it and we get cross at ourselves, we get angry, we get resentful and for some strange reason we blame the other person because we can't take self-responsibility for the actions that we didn't show up to, right? Somehow we've been conditioned to believe that it's the other person's responsibility and it's their fault that we shut our mouth and didn't share our truth. Nobody can force your mouth shut. And nobody, nobody can ever, never, ever, ever push your truth into a tin. No one can ever do that unless you let them, right? So take some self-responsibility. You're not giving to you and you're not giving to them. So your energy is literally just going to nothing. There is no refueling in that. You're not even fueling the person that you think you're protecting. So when you start showing up and you start picking up these pieces in which you have abandoned for so long and you start picking up your fucking voice and you start using it, Start using it with the intention that if it pushes people away, let them fall away. If people don't want to hear you, they are not deserving of you. They are not your people, right? They're your conditioned reality. And your truthful reality reality is a true representation and a true reflection of your truth. Which means that when you show up as you, you attract people that shine that truth, right? Because they hold the same truth inside of them. Authenticity, although different, it comes from the same source of diamond. It's the same diamond. Obviously, we're all cut in different ways. But when you show up and you speak and you honor yourself, that is self-worth, honey. And that's how we attract that's how we attract our deserved tribe is when we shine our truth and we fucking let go of the fear. And even if the fear creeps in a little, just because it's so fucking conditioned and rubbed into our skin, we let it creep in and we say, you know what? I have nothing to fear because if I am holding on to people who do not honor me, then I don't want them in my life anyway. Stop hiding. Every single human being is fucking hiding. Why? Who are you hiding from? Who are we hiding from? Why are you hiding yourself away? This life is so short. Not only that, it's short in the respect if we think that we will literally get a full life, a healthy, well, full life to potentially the age 85, 90, right? But you could die today. You could literally die today. You could not wake up. So who are you going to be today? Are you going to be you? Or are you going to be some strange fucking zombie that's been molded and created by something that is so not deserving of holding your energy? So women, start fucking showing up for yourself. Start saying the things. Start reflecting on your life for in way of what it should be. Start seeing your life as a circle. Are you flowing? If you are flowing, you are growing. And if you're not, if you are not flowing... If you're not moving, if you're not changing, if you don't feel different in yourself, then you've fallen into that stagnant pool. You've fallen straight into that stagnicity that conditioning encourages and has encouraged for um, for millions of years. So when are you going to choose to stand up, step out of that fucking gross pool and dive into the motherfucking ocean? Because that's what you deserve, right? You know it. If you are not happy, woman, change it. Yeah, that might seem like an easy thing to say, but it's actually pretty simple when you simplify it for yourself. Notice where your energy is going. Notice if it's fueling you back. If it's not, then change it. Start to put your money into yourself. Put it into Something that is going to come back to your truth. Something that's going to fuel your truth. Whether or not that's putting it into money, in, into you know, organizations and companies and establishments that hold the same ethics, morals as you do. Whether that is you start putting money back into you. Start fueling yourself. Start putting money and fucking putting a bet on yourself, babe. Because you deserve it and you know. You know what you're worthy of. You know what you're capable of. It's intuitively inside of you. Like I said, every woman has that intuitive knowing. You know it. When are you going to trust it? It's never going to become something unless you put energy into it. Every woman is capable of transitioning. Every woman. Like I said, just because women are the keepers of birth in terms of physicality does not mean, it doesn't mean that you need to have a child to experience birth. You can experience birth every single day that you trust your intuitive awareness and your intuitive knowings You flow with them, which means you grow with them. And you push past the resistance of conditioning, which is all of the things that hold you back from flow. Like I said, not sharing your voice, a big one for women. Not showing up in way of knowing your worth, knowing that you deserve to be met the way that you are received. Stop being the pleaser friend. Stop being the friend that gives all the time. Stop being the friend that's the one the, the one that's known to be reliable. Right? That's not something to be proud of, babe. Giving yourself away all the time, giving yourself, giving yourself, giving yourself until you're empty is not something to be proud of. And yet conditioning in this society tells us it is. It tells us every single day as women that, that's, that that is what we should be aiming for, right? We should be making everybody comfortable and everybody nurtured, keeping everyone nurtured, keeping everyone nourished. That's the duty of a woman, is it not? No. that is not the duty of a woman. Women are sacred beings, and they, they've always meant to be, they're meant to be seen that way. The keepers of birth, right? The keepers of death. The keepers and the know the knowers of the unseen. Know that a woman's intuition is like no, nothing else. That's your key to your magic, baby. And the only way you activate it, the only way you turn that key in the lock is if you trust it and follow it. It doesn't matter how many times you have those intuitive knowings. Every woman has them, whether or not you're aware of it or not, whether or not you can give it a name, it doesn't matter. Every woman has it. That sixth sense, we all have it. That is the key to transformation. But the work is in remembering how to follow it blindly, because you do feel blind when you follow it. Right, Because your ancestors haven't taught you how to do it. They've not even talked to you about it. And not only that, it's something that has not been done for millions of years. And not only that, we carry layers of open-wounded trauma that tells us if you follow your intuition, you will hurt yourself. Right? Because that is what has been conditioned and drilled into all that is woman. But I ask you, you know that feeling when you don't honour yourself. You know it. Most women live it every day. All the things you didn't say, all the things you didn't do. Even into the, down to the real simple things of wanting to wear something but worried that people will think you're too much. And then we, if we really brush it all down, we hate on ourselves. We hold shame and guilt within ourselves, from ourselves, for ourselves, because we know that in every choice we make, most of the time we are dishonouring our worth, our truth, our multidimensional diamond that is you. So the work is wearing what you want to wear, saying what your motherfucking want to say, Doing what you know you should be doing. Noticing the distractions. What do you pick up all the time that's thrown at you? The darkness that tells you you're not worthy of any more than darkness. The guilt, the shame, the jealousy, the resentfulness that you hold for yourself and others the distraction of emotion, right? All the feels, all the time. We have all these spiritual coaches and guides telling us that we need to feel more. You don't need to feel anymore, babe, right? Here's the thing. Come back to the circle. Feel it and move the fuck on, all right? Don't sit in a pool of feeling for five years, okay? Feeling is just a mass distraction. And again, even the most enlightened coaches, well, we see them as enlightened. You can't probably hear my sarcasm when I say that, but the most enlightened coaches, healers, guides, they all encourage us to feel into things. And I'm telling you, But even they are massively conditioned and manipulated. Because feeling is just a massive distraction. Feeling serves its purpose if you release. Yeah, feel the feeling, feel the emotion, feel sad, feel the jealousy, reflect on it, learn from it, move the fuck on. If it is emotion, an emotion that does not make you feel good then it is a lesson, okay? So if you feel jealousy, I want you to backtrack. Who were you with? What was it about? How did it come up? Take away the ego. Stop blaming her. If it come, if it's inside of you, it comes from you, okay? So if you're feeling it, it's yours. It ain't to do with her. It doesn't matter what she said. It doesn't matter what she did. If it's inside of you, it belongs to you. So learn from it. See it for what it is. What's it here to teach you, babe? Why were you jealous? What? Because she wore what she wanted to wear. She was fucking hot as as bitch, right? She got the attention of all the fucking guys, including your fucking partner. And so what? What? That's her problem because she wore a raunchy dress? Nah, 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 nah. Nope. Maybe you have to look at your self-worth in terms of if you've got a dirtbag partner who's fucking rubbing up against some chick simply because she's wearing a hot-ass dress. Mmm, maybe he ain't worthy of you, right? She fucking deserves to wear a hot-ass dress. You deserve to wear a hot-ass dress. You deserve to wear whatever the fuck you want to wear. So know that that comes from you, and it will distract you. It will tell you that it's her fault. It will tell her that it's all to do with her. It's always the her right? We always blame one another as women. We rarely look at the men, right? So in that perfect example, you're most likely to blame her for dragging the eyes of your partner away from you when in fact it had nothing to do with her. It's just you've got a shitty fucking man that you call a partner by your side, right? You deserve better. Know that. And that has nothing to do with her. So scrape it all back. Learn from it. See yourself as the, you're the student. If it's inside of you, it's a teacher. What's it here to teach you? If you have sadness that keeps coming up and you keep falling into these deep, dark spells, where does it stem from? Where is it stemming from? Is it because you're an empath? And whether or not you've acknowledged it or not, the world is incredibly imbalanced and there's a lot of negative energy circulating and cycling cycling through your body on the daily. You know, that's big. But also, it's a choice to sit in that because you are of light. So don't let darkness consume you, honey. If you need help, ask for it. But remember what I said. Don't just become a big fucking pool of feeling. Because that's not worthy of you, it's not worthy of anybody, and all it's going to do is drag you into a spiral. Spirals aren't great. Spirals have no ending point. They just keep going and keep going and keep going. Circles, on the other hand, have a beginning and an end. Cycles are the representation of life, right? That circle, we begin and end at the same point. Birth and death begins and ends at the same point. Releasing and welcoming in begins and ends at the same point. Because we do the journey to empty, to live. Right? So that we may receive again and be born again. I see you women, it's a hard time to be alive, simply in the way of knowing that you deserve better and not knowing how to reach for more, but I'm telling you, it is why I'm here, you're not alone in not knowing where to begin. All women are disconnected not only from themselves but we ourself we're just a we're just a reflection of one another, right? You are her and she is you truly is the case. So know that if you hold it inside of you, she holds it inside of her. Know that. So if you have close relationships, ones in which you honor and ones in which you feel honor you, then share your truth, share your raw multidimensional truth, share the darkness, share the feeling. We need to express as women because it's part of the way that we transition We're emotive beings, we're expressive beings, just as the moon is. Think of how the moon affects us emotionally. It pulls at our strings, not only us, but men, all humans. The moon has an incredibly mesmerizing power to draw us in, to consume us subconsciously and to push us into birth and death. So share. Make sure that you are flowing. If you are moving through things, it means that you are journeying to things. If you feel yourself stuck in the same cycle, doing the same thing, stuck there week after week, month after month, year after year, in that stagnant pool, then start to evaluate your energetic well-being. Where is your energy going and are you being fueled back? What is the exchange and is it balanced? Start to notice your conditioning. How do you see yourself? What are the thoughts that go through your mind? What distracts you from reaching and honoring your truth? Once you have it all out on paper, start to implement it into your action. Right, start showing up, start actually saying the things, start doing the things. If you are feeling stuck in something, inject some action. Right, it's the biggest tool for the feminine. If you are always feeling stagnant and lethargic and heavy, you're stuck in the feels pool, babe. Perfect example. So if that's where you are, inject, inject some masculine, inject some balance. That is what the masculine is meant to give us, right? That consistency, that strength, the stability. If you are stuck in your bed, in the feelings, in the pool of feelings, and you find yourself there every week, every single time you, you consciously notice that you are in a pattern, get the fuck out of your bed and go for a run. Get outside. Take your shoes off and go stand on the earth. Go and flow, move your body. Physically push into action. If you if you notice consciously that you are in that place of stagnicity, in the pool, then get out of the pool. Do the opposite. If you are noticing it's becoming a habit, if it is a conditioned response, the only way that you are going to step out of that, the only way that you are going to grow from that place is to implement the action. And that means getting off your ass, getting into present and pushing into physical. Because when we do that, for example... When you're stuck in bed, feeling all the feels, stuck on the past, stuck in the future, full of anxiety, <sighs> steeping in and out, deeping, dipping in and out of depression, of darkness, holding space for energy that's not worthy of you. The only way that we break that spell is to inject flow. Getting outside, running. Breathing pushes our body into a place of flow because it simply makes our blood flow. Everything is a synchronicity. Everything is a reflection and a representation of you. When you feel stagnant, your body is stagnant. Right? So if we don't want to be stagnant anymore, we need to flow. Make your body flow. It's not easy work. But heads up to you, reminder, life was never meant to be easy. Woman, you are so powerful. You are so magical. You fucking already know it. If you put literally half the energy that you put into denying yourself... Of your worthiness and your truth, if you put half of it into showing up for you, honoring you and trusting you, I can't even tell you the leaps and bounds in which you will move. You will be pushing through so much resistance so easily, so easily. And let me tell you, once you do it, it does become easier. You only have to trust yourself once, follow through once to know, holy shit, I had my back. And even though it doesn't, it might not work out the way you wanted it to, you know, right? You know that you did your best and that you did everything that you could to make that thing happen. And if it doesn't happen, well, you know that you tried. And nothing can take away from that feeling. And once you show up for your truth, once you show up and honour yourself, the stronger you become instantly and the easier it is to flow into the unknown, to blindly walk into and following your truth because you know after you do it the first couple of times, you wouldn't have it any other way because you don't want fake ass bitches around, right? You don't want fucking vampires, energetic rapists taking of your energy all the time because it makes you feel shit. And once you start to feel better, you start to realize how terrible you felt. You never want that again for yourself. Now that's growing self-worth. Self-worth grows stronger and stronger and stronger, more resilient the more, That you honour it. And I'm telling you, it doesn't take that long. Don't let your mind distract you and tell you it's too hard. What the fuck is life worth living if you can't show up in your truth? If you can't wear what you want to wear? If you can't say what you want to say? If you can't be who you want to motherfucking be, what's the point of being here, bitch? Seriously. I know I've said it before, but I'm not here for excuses. If you, want, if you want more, you need to be more. You need to honor yourself as more. You need to be change, right? You have to be it as fucking, you know, cliche as that sounds. You have to be change. You have to be the change. And it wasn't meant to be easy. It's not going to be easy, but damn, does the work make it worth it. Because when you work for yourself, nothing feels as rich as honoring your motherfucking truth. What What's someone going to take from you when you honor yourself? When you fully show up as you, what? What are they going to take from you? Nothing. What? Even if they took your life, so be it. Fucking live my truth. Literally. What are you going to take from me? You can't take anything from me. You can't threaten me with anything. You can't literally, you can't give me any more than I already obtained because when you when you hold your self worth, you when you truly hold it, it's the most it's the richest feeling ever. Because you understand that you are literally so much more than body, right? So much more so much more that your energy is what makes up this body and energy is literally like that diamond, multi-motherfucking dimensional. There's no way that this earth can hold all of you. And it doesn't. And that's why when you get met with death in that cycle, you know you're just going back to birth. You know you're just going home. So start showing up, sister. You're deserving of transition. You're deserving of being seen. I know it's I know it's hard. I know motherhood's hard. I know women womanhood is hard. But you can choose to create flow and ease in your life by choosing a true representation of you in way of your relationships. In way of your work. And in way of what you do that represents your truth. Whether that's through your words. Through your actions. Through your expression. Stop hiding from the world. You deserve to be seen. But you will only be seen... If you show up in it, right? So stop being a conditioned, fucking manufactured version of woman. And start living and breathing that intuitive magic that lives inside of you. I ask you all, as a little drop of homework to go through your wardrobe and pick out all of the things that do not represent you. The things that you're like, oh, I just throw it on because I just want to hide from the world. Oh, I just, you know, I just bought that because everybody else is wearing it. Anything that is not a true representation and a true reflection of your truth, I want you to bag that shit up. And I want you to drop it to the motherfucking op shop. Alright? I want you to get out, go op shopping, go to a flea market, whatever. Buy yourself something that is a true representation of what fucking shines inside of you. I want you to buy something that wholly represents who you are and I want you to wear it. I want you to wear it with pride. I want you to smile and when people say that you look amazing, I want you to say thank you because you do and you should be proud of the way that you look and the way that you represent yourself to the world because it's expression. It's showing the world through the way that we express. This is me. So don't you dare go to all of that effort and then when someone comments on your incredible self-made outfit, don't you dare respond with, "Ah, this old thing? Oh, I just picked this up. I'm not sure about it. All of that fucking if, maybe, in between, wishy-washy grey bullshit. It's a clear yes. I'm hot as fuck. Yes. Thank you. I love it too. I bought this for myself and I love it. It's time to honor yourself. Yes, it's going to be lonely at times. Yes, there's going to be times where you feel like maybe you fucking made the wrong choice. When your conditioning jumps up and says, oh, fuck. Well, now we have nobody around us. Because you decided that you were going to get rid of all of the people that actually weren't a true representation of your truth. And also... Who don't fuel you the same way you feel them. You're going to have those moments where conditioning jumps up and tells you what a dickhead you were for getting rid of all of those people. But let me remind you. We never close a door. Right? We never close doors. But we do choose which ones we walk into. And which ones we walk away from, which ones we leave. And if people want to join you back in your life, they want to show up the same way that you show up for them. If they want to meet your energy, they want to honor your worth they want to respect your truth, then they're always welcomed. They're always welcome to walk back through the door. But you are choosing from now on to be fueled the same way that you fuel others. So honor it and know that in doing this work, the consequence is sometimes to feel that loneliness. And the consequence is to feel all of those, I suppose the recognition that maybe you did abandon yourself for a time. But don't again fall into that sabotage of a pool of feelings. Acknowledge it and move on, right? Right? keep coming back to the circle if you're not flowing you are not growing so don't get stuck don't get stuck in that stagnicity again whenever you feel stuck whenever you come back to that stagnant pool move out of it implement flow move your body go for a run remember why you started this journey remember your worth remember what you are healing It's not just for you, it's for all of womankind because we are all connected. And once you start living your truth, because we do have that sixth sense, because we do have that intuitive awareness, women will just see. They will just recognize that you are honoring your truth, that you are honoring your worth. And it doesn't have to be spoken. It's an energy thing. And you will begin subconsciously. You will just begin to inspire other women to show up for themselves simply by showing up for yourself. And that is how we change the world. It's not over complicated, it doesn't have to be complicated. You just focus on you and you keep flowing. You keep trusting, you keep showing up for yourself and you keep aware of the exchange in terms of energy within your life. And if you keep doing those things, keep aware of all of those sneaky, manipulative sabotages that get dropped at your feet. Choose whether or not you pick them up. And if you do, it's okay. But remember, flowing is growing. And if you continue to do that, you will, find your, you will find your truth tribe. And not only that, you will meet yourself and you will continue to meet yourself time and time again through every single transition that you move through. And there will be many, <laughs> there will be many. Loving you all. Keep inspiring your sisters simply by being you. You are worthy of being met in your truth, not only for yourself, but for all of what you can gift others simply by shining in your authenticity. Be the motherfucking diamond, bitch. Seriously, what you waiting for? And every day when you go to sleep, I want you to ask yourself if I died tonight, would I die proud of who I was today? Yeah, we're going to make mistakes. But if you keep picking up, you keep moving forward, you keep getting out of that pool and walking on, then that's enough. Loving you. Thank you for being here. Please send me a message. If this resonated, let me know (laughs) how you go letting go of things in terms of Your clothing, your expression, all of the things that do not serve you. Letting them go and finding something that truly does represent you. Let me know how that feels. Send me a photo. And as always, if you have a future topic you'd like me to speak about about, or a future guest you'd like me to share this space with, please message me. Enjoy. The rest of your week, and as usual, it has been a pleasure being here. And um, stick around for a quick, a quick little tarot reading. Speak soon. So today I'm drawing from my Golden Dawn tarot deck, which is my personal favourite. And let's see what the cards have to say. We are about to step into a new moon. So I want you to take the conversation we've had today and really implement whatever resonated with you into your life and really start to flow with this new moon, right? Because new moon energy is so powerful in way of gifting us a new beginning, right? So use that force, use that energy to fuel this new chapter for yourself. Alrighty. So, first first card of the lot is uh, the High Priestess. And couldn't have picked a more fitting card, really, being (laughs) Divine Intuitive Awareness and also representation of the Divine Feminine. So, it's exactly what we spoke about. It's coming back to truth. It's coming to your your connection to self in your your connection to the unknown, right? That you hold inside of yourself. You know exactly what I'm talking about. You have so much magic sitting inside of you, unacknowledged and dormant. And it's time to start acknowledging that you're a magical being just as the moon is and you are cycling and you are flowing and every day Every day can be a new beginning. Every second can be a new beginning, if you choose it to be. So start to acknowledge yourself as that multidimensional priestess that you are innately. You have power behind you to do so. And like I said, use this new moon to really fuel this new chapter for yourself. Because it is simply a choice. Don't overcomplicate it. Just start honoring your truth. Start showing up for the unsaid, for the felt. Start showing up for that magic that lives inside of you and see what happens. Because if you flow with that, we're flowing into the lover's card as a beautiful representation of balance. And I'm seeing this as the love that you hold for yourself when you honor yourself because it is the deepest love that you will ever experience is the love of self but the only way you will ever experience it is if you accept acknowledge nurture and nourish you as a whole you nourish the darkness as you nourish the light right you implement the masculine that lives inside of you to pull you out of the stagnant pool when you start to pull and use draw on one another right you draw on the masculine and you draw on the feminine and you recognize it as what makes you whole then you can start to live in true unity and experience true abundance which is self-worth this is here for you but first you have to start honoring your truth and if we can flow with that, and King of Pentacles, which to me represents a new beginning in terms of worth, in terms of you reaching a point where you understand, acknowledge and very much know your worth, that you are a divine gift, that You are deserving of being met and that you are a rare and miraculous gem that deserves to be seen and deserves to be recognized and remembered. And from a place of recognize and acknowledge self-worth, you can literally do anything. Because at that place, you realize, you recognize that your energy in way of everything that's a representation of you, everything that is a reflection of you, everything that you put yourself into is a reflection of your state of worth. When you start to recognize this, then you realize that you can manipulate energy, which means that You can implement change into your life in every direction, if that's what you so want. That everything is a choice. And you can work for yourself, or you can work against yourself. So it's a beautiful place to be. So basically, with this short reading, I'm going to say to you, Over this new moon, I want you to make a promise to yourself that you're going to show up to your truth and you're going to start honoring it. You're going to start speaking out. You're going to start picking it up, right? You're going to start picking yourself up off of the floor, showing yourself to the world because you deserve to be seen. And if people don't want to see you, then fuck them. They're not your people. The only way you're going to meet your people, though, is if you show yourself truthfully so that you can be met truthfully if you can do that I'm telling you you are going to meet a place of balance within yourself that you have never experienced it's the place you've been longing for you're not going to gain it without the work right and the work is showing up the work is actually implementing the action using your voice doing the thing expressing yourself in truth that's the work And it's going to be hard. It's going to feel hard because you're going to be pushing against the conditioning that has been plastered onto you, your whole experience here, as well as your ancestral lineage and all of what is, all of what is you, all of the trauma, all of the unhealed, the way that you heal it is by simply pushing into what you know is deserving of you, even though it's hard. And when you show up for that work, the gift is receiving receiving an understanding of what balance gen- what balance actually means and what it genuinely represents from that place, like I said you you will experience whole, what that actually feels like. Not to say you're not going to have ups and downs, of course you are, but once you know what home is, right, you know the journey back there. Once you understand your worth, then you know it doesn't matter if you dabble here and there and maybe you lose yourself from time to time, as long as you can remember what it felt like to be whole, you will never forget that feeling and your body, your body, your mind and your spirit together will constantly strive to come back to that place of full. And this is all here for you, right? So I'm just going to pick you a quick guidance card. This card is to be used as guidance, right? So when you come up against that resistance, when things feel hard, when you feel a little lost, seven of swords. Yeah. It's the work, baby. <laughs> it is the work so like I said use this as your sign in way of if it does not feel like work then you are not growing if it does not feel like work then you are not growing it's going to feel hard particularly this next month it's going you're going to be met with resistance know that so use this use this as your guidance it is going to be hard, honey. Yeah, it is. It's going to feel fucking unstable as fuck (laughs) because you're breaking down all of the structures that have homed you, your entire experience and existence here. So it's going to feel unstable. So use that, use that as your guidance. If it doesn't feel unstable, then you're not pushing hard enough. You're not, you're not growing hard enough, right? You're not pushing to your your full ability, we need to break it down to rebuild, so let it fucking fall away, and yeah, you're going to feel things, it's going to hurt, but like I said, don't get stuck in the pool, right, feel it and move on, feel it and flow, make sure you're flowing, don't get stuck, don't get dragged back into that place of stagnancy, you deserve, you deserve to flow, Alrighty, I'm going to quickly pick you an angel card, and this beautiful card is just to nourish your—it's just to nourish your spirit, really, in this time. (laughs) Man, oh man! And um, that card that I that flew out was pattern breaker. Pattern breaker. So use what this reading has shared with you <laughs> and what this conversation has, has conjured within you. You need to break those patterns of conditioning, honey. You're going to feel uncomfortable and you're going to feel unstable, but that's the work and it's necessary to break break down the structures that, yeah, they're comfortable, but they do not serve you. They have not served you ever. So it's time to break it down so we know what we're working with and we're going to rebuild a structure that actually is worthy of holding you here. All right. Pattern Breaker. I'll put the photo up as the feature picture for this episode. It's a multi dimensional heart. Which also reminds me very much of the diamond I've spoken of this this episode. Loving you. Always, always, always. And um, take care until next episode. Send me a message. Let me know how this reading has flowed for you. And like I always say, my inbox is always open. You can find me at woman underscore kind on Instagram. You can PM me there or send me an email to narissa at womankind.com.au. Loving you always. See you soon.